The numbers this week are 15, 20,000 and 34 million. Keep listening to hear the story behind them. Welcome to Colourful Numbers, the show that tells the stories behind the data. I'm Paul McNally. The show is brought to you by Volume and I'm Lutfia Suleiman. Each week we take three numbers and build an important story around those numbers. You can get this show delivered straight to you over WhatsApp and share the whole show as a voice note with your friends, but more about that at the end of the show. First, Lutfia, let's hear those numbers again. So we're looking at 15 listen properly, 20,000 and 34 million. Okay, so let's start low. Let's start with 15. Yeah, you think it's a nice number because it's small, hey? Okay, so 15 is the percentage of time that Johannesburg's air is deemed a apocalypse. That's when it's really bad. And our air here in Joburg only stays within safe levels for half of the year. That's terrible. When you move here, people go on about the trees and how many trees there are here, but they don't tell you about the air. Well, to understand what's really happening, the Mailing Guardian has been given data by Plume Labs, a startup that builds portable air sensors which combine the on-the-ground data with the satellite data to tell people more about the air that they're breathing. Now, Plume has built its own index for the air quality that it measures. Zero is clean air, and 300 is apocalypse. That means the air is heavy with harmful pollutants. So just so I can understand this, we've got zero to 300. And where do we sit there most of the time? If we look at that index of theirs, we're sitting at 300 about 15% of the time. But 300 is apocalypse. That means really, really, really bad. Right. So we're still sitting over 100, which is pretty dangerous and bad for your health, more than half of the time. And this is everyone who lives in Johannesburg. Well, I guess that can also depend upon where you are in Joburg. I mean, air quality readings can be very different depending upon whether you're on the street in the city or in your house in the suburb. I mean, that's kind of why they would tell you to stay indoors when the air quality is really bad in other countries, because it's generally a lot easier to be breathing healthier air when you're locked in your house, windows closed, doors closed, not too much of that awful particulate matter settling in the air that you're breathing. Because you usually just think of air as being everywhere and the idea of wearing a mask or staying indoors is kind of just for the paranoids and the freaks. So you're saying that that's not true. No, no. I mean, if you're living in, let's say, um, an area where people are having to burn a lot of wood um, you know, to cook, to to heat water and so on, you're going to be breathing in a lot more particulate matter than somebody who, for example, is living in the suburbs and using electricity to cook your food. Okay. This means that on any given day, the air in a 40-kilometer radius of South Africa's biggest city was dangerous for about 12 hours. We started with a small number. Let's dive into the second number of the week, 20,000. That can't be as bad as the 15. I know. 20,000, well, let's see. We're looking at deaths. So, (laughs) sorry, you're doing this to yourself here, Paul. So, like I said, this is a nasty one. The World Health Organization says air pollution kills more than 7 million people a year around the world, making it a bigger killer than malaria or even HIV. 20,000 is the number of these deaths that happen in South Africa every year. 
So that didn't work out. What about the 34 million? Is it just going to get worse and worse and worse, these numbers? So this is where we bring a silver lining into the the story, I guess. 34 million, we're talking about rands here. I know our currency is pretty terrible. It doesn't mean a lot. But still, it's more than you or I will ever earn in our lives. So 34 million is the amount in rand value that the city of Cape Town has spent in the last three years on air quality laboratory and systems that test the air. They also have three vehicles that are allocated to officials to do daily roadside tests of diesel vehicles to ensure that they are running properly. It adds that more than one million in fines have been levied this year alone for illegal air pollution activities. Okay, so that's good news, right? It does seem like good news. Is that I mean, a lot they're of doing money? something, right? Yeah, but is that still not enough money? Or I mean, it seems like a lot, but is it? Should it be much more? I don't know what it means then. I mean, if you ask the families of 20,000 people who have died from <laughs> air-related or pollution-related yeah. or you know, lung disease or, or there's a number of different reasons that those deaths could be related to poor air quality. I mean, what does that really mean? It's one city doing something. Um, how much do they spend in other areas? Is it really significant? So the article that you're talking about is Breathe Death and Data, The Air in Our Cities is Killing Us, which was an expose published by Sipo Kings in the Mail and Guardian on the 28th of June, 2019. It has been the basis for this episode. Explore more at mg.co.za. Now, be sure to subscribe to Colourful Numbers by putting the number 082-382-222 in your contact list and sending a message to that number. And for the friends and family you think will be interested in the show, you can forward the entire show as a voice note within WhatsApp straight to them. The number again to subscribe is 082-382-1222. And be sure to add us to your contact list and then send that number a message. We at Colourful Numbers are also conducting an investigation into hospitals that suffer water shortages. So this is a much bigger investigation that we want to do over several weeks. So if you've had a clinic or a hospital run out of water while you're there, please get in touch. Tell us where and when on the show's WhatsApp number. We're waiting for your comments. You've been listening to Colourful Numbers. It's brought to you by Volume, the show that tells the stories behind the data. It's goodbye from me, Paul McNally. And me, Lutfia Suleiman. Bye.